You're listening to Being Jim Davis, a shoddy bomb casing filled with used pinball machine parts. <laughs> My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. Chris, John. listener, it's Sunday, October 3rd, 1982. We're reading the 1,568th ever Garfield strip. Seems like too many. A Reno. What happens in today's Garfield? John, uh, in today's Garfield, Garfield is bespet. I'm not going to retake it. <laughs> Today's Garfield, I'm going to say it again, but with the same Right, mistake. right. You're not retaking it. You're just I'm repeating the mistake. The same error. <laughs> Today's Take Garfield, two. Garfield is bespet by spooky shadows, comma, children. God, I thought you were going to say bespoke. Garfield yeah, is Gar- bespoke. That would be I fun. mean, that's almost true. Garfield is beset by spooky shadows, comma, children. I would say that Garfield is probably the least bespoke thing in Garfield. Well, oh, that's interesting. Or is it? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, semi-prelusionary panel, Garfield is... Yeah. We got a close-up of Garfield. I guess he's outside on a sidewalk. That's, that's right. I, that's right, that's motherfuckers. We don't even mention the how existence of the prelusionary panel I was anymore. really trying to actually do that. Yeah, he's but, outside. Yeah, he's he, in like an alleyway. It's how it looks. Yeah. And yeah. maybe like Godzilla is coming because everything's like Yeah, he's there's a garbage floating. can garbage to his right. floating. And both he and the garbage can are like shaking or they're sort of like right above the ground and they're yeah. vibrating. Like the ground's shaking so much mm-hmm. they're off the... And Garfield's thinking, what's will that ne- rumbling? It will never make sense. <laughs> what's <laughs> what that rumbling? This? The ground is shaking. That's what he's thinking. And he's wide-eyed and looking down. It's intense. What he's doing in an alleyway when they clearly, like, John clearly lives in the suburbs. I don't know. Yeah. Somehow he's just in an urban environment. I don't know. I don't know. Um, There's definitely a Godzilla approaching. Like, this Mm -hmm. is what happens when there's a Godzilla on the loose. Probably a a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man or a... Well, I think... Something you know, of that. something of that. Occam's elk. razor, John. Occam's razor, most likely, most likely a kaiju monster of some sort. Well, most likely the Godzilla in the Muncie City Zoo has mm-hmm. got loose. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got an electric fence. That's not enough to hold in a Godzilla when it's Godzilla mating season. You know. So the second panel, uh, or the you know uh, the. Yeah, Jeff the pan- Okay, there. so we're in the Jeff middle Goldblum's row, there. the medial like, row. Okay. Now Jeff Goldblum is there. He's he's inside the trash can, so you'll he's never. He's like you zookeepers. You were so crazy about whether you could have a Godzilla. You didn't think about whether you should, and then he goes off. He's just he's not in any of the other panels. It's just a quick one off, you know, like in the ah. most recent Jurassic Park, where he's just like at a congressional hearing or something. He's in like two moon- minutes of the movie. Oh, uh... <laughs> That's a great Jeff Goldblum impression, John. <laughs> See, I'm Jeff Goldblum. See, nature finds a way. 
It's oh God! Okay. Uh, What's that rumbling? Uh, the ground is shaking. That's what Garfield thought in panel one. Mm. Okay. Panel two. He's oh no! Thinking, it's them. Oh, no, he's hiding behind them. a trash can. There's four shadows. Mm-hmm. Human they're, shadows. They're, they're scary. Humanoid uh, shadows. Imposing. They're like you know being projected like onto the ground and then onto the i know it doesn't make sense to say a shadow is being projected but just go with it i'm fine with it i'm fine with it it's sunday who gives a fuck right all right so there's a wall behind them something and we didn't see the shadows onto the sidewalk and then onto the wall yeah the the brickwork on this wall it's nice it's there there's some of it there's like little bits of it it's just sort of impressionist john expressionist yeah I think it's expressionist, yeah. Yeah. Sprechstimme, John. Sprech. Piero Lunaire. Um, yeah. Because if you drew... I, I, it's a concession to the... Like, if you drew all the bricks, it would look too busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no, just this need is a, a standard little, technique. A, you know. This is like, a standard technique for depicting bricks in comics. there are bricks. I don't know why we're spending this much time on it. Oh, no. It's them. Uh, um, those... Foreshadows, John. Yeah, I think Jim Davis deserves. You think this is? You think? The, well, you think this is foreshadowing? I mean, it kind of is. Yeah, the okay. shadows cast on the sidewalk and brickwork. I think Jim Davis deserves some uh, uh, some praise for getting that sort of perspective right. The way they're you know cast like along the floor and then the angle changes when mm, they hit mm-hmm. the brick. Like I think he he did that pretty well. I mm-hmm. like the way he's characterized each one as kind of like the way their hands are different. I like how they have big round heads for some reason. They I feel almost like they're not like, all quite at the same angle. They almost look wrong? like Keith Her- Herring figures. They do. <laughs> but like the left one, if, does it seem like the left one is like angled a little more to the left than the other ones? Maybe a little bit, yeah. yeah. Maybe a little bit. On the on the ground but I, particularly. On the whole, I agree with you. Yeah. I think these are well dis- well rendered. Yeah. What I really want to spend an inordinate amount of time talking about, though, John... I hope we don't. ...is the cardboard box off to the left of that panel <laughs> there with some stuff in it. What do you think is in that cardboard box? It's next to a trash can. It looks so like a like, free pile. It looks like we got... Uh, yeah, like someone had like some stuff to throw away. a blue shirt and like a green... uh to say like a, some kind. Maybe, maybe it's like a spoon holder, you know? Like a yeah. stovetop uh, utensil be. thing. Could uh, be. Utensil I, cozy. It's like someone had that stuff to throw away, but it wouldn't fit in the trash can. So they were like, well, just put it here next to the trash can. Yeah, because the trash can was full. Maybe people will want some of this stuff. Maybe someone wants this blue shirt. Is that? It's not the shade of John Arbuckle's blue. That's a different blue. No, no. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, in fact, we'll see this shade of blue and John Arbuckle's shirt's shade of blue a little later on. Ooh, now that's what I call foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, yeah, Garfield says, oh, no, it's them. And them is in bold. And he, now that's on to an axe break. And that's a big, it's a big, this panel is double wide. Next panel mm. is normal. Yeah, forgot to mention. Next panel is normal size. Garfield is lying down on his back, you know, back against the wall, sort of almost, like head up against the wall, like backing away. You can see his rear, mm-hmm. his rear legs going, jigga, 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 like, like he's scooting himself backwards. It's fun. It's like a horror movie thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. The shadows it's, of the arms on. are coming after him. Not the arms themselves, but the shadows. I like that a lot. Yeah. This has yeah, a the, real... The shadows... Yeah, it's a little weird, like... You know, the angle i'm not quite sure what angle would make sense for us to see it this way but 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 it's fine it's but fine. This, it's nice cinematography it's a real yeah. it's a real film noir 
feel it to is. it, honestly. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's almost it's almost not it's almost not like a classic film noir. It's like like a touch of evil style uh mm. super noir super noir is a dumb way to say that, but like you know how like touch of evil isn't like it's not like exactly a noir. It's like well, Wells takes yeah. all the tropes of film noir and then that genre scrambles so, them around. Yeah, it it's it's so like uh because it 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 didn't it wasn't like continuously popular for a long time, right? It was like a thing that was done It's like a 30s and 40s for a little while. Of, yeah. And then, and then like came, comes back. Yeah, because like we're so separated revival. about it. Like you can't really make a noir film anymore. I'm not sure mm, if I agree with that. You can make a neo-noir. Neo-noir. Yeah, like The Man Who Wasn't There. Yeah. Yeah. Great like, fucking movie. I, yeah. No. Oh, Man Who Wasn't There is a great movie. Like, that's top tier Coen Brothers for me. Agreed. I think it's fair to say, though, that it's not like a... It's not exactly a noir. It's something... I think neo-noir is a good... Like, because it's, it's in such a different context. It's a good, it's a good neologism. Yeah. 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 It's in such a different context. Like, it's functioning differently, even if all the tropes are there. Even if it's using the language of noir. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah. It's, it's meta-noir, almost. Yeah. Um, but I think this yeah, so is a great. I think this Jim, is a great. Jim Davis, uh, you know, like presaging that trend. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess well, not if we're calling Touch of Evil. I mean, anymore. in some way, like I think there was a noir revival. In the I 1970s. haven't seen Touch of Evil. You haven't seen Touch of Evil. I haven't oh, seen. Definitely. I haven't seen after the the opening. You know, two minutes or whatever it is. Oh, do you do yourself do yourself a favor? Yeah, fa- do yourself. Yeah, it seems real good. A favor. Seems real John, good. Do yourself I, it, a favor. And watch I, I would like a fable. It has the, look. You, you're gonna watch it in today's world, and you're gonna be like, "Okay, add that's my watch list right now." You can be like, "There's some obvious problems with this. Like, there's some obvious, you know, there's a weird reefer madness thing. The fact that Charlton Heston is playing a Mexican detective in brown, but like, this is super. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, there, oh, yeah. there's some, oh, yeah. there's some serious problems." But yeah. the cinematography, the storytelling, like, honestly, like, and Marlena Dietrich is like a gypsy Mexican. Like, it's, there's some messed up stuff. But for all that, great fucking movie. Like, so, yeah. it's like the, the cinematography, just killer. Just oh, yeah. killer. Yeah, it seems yeah. like oh, that, that, opening sequence, that guy was pretty good at making movies. Yeah. Oh, he was, you know I what? I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that guy. Like, all those people were great at making movies <laughs> it's true it's true yeah I, orson wells puts in a great performance as well like fuck directorial the, essentialism corrupt or this, whatever the corrupt uh sheriff he does a great job anyway. this is, it's and and you know what i'm even gonna say oh so you're not a supporter of the auteurs theory no i'm a strong supporter of the auteur theory uh no no oh, i don't know for all the i go for back all and the, forth like okay for all the racism problems with Touch mm-hmm. of Evil, and there are many, like there are many, for all that, it really is doing some interesting things with the idea of like the Borderlands and, you know, like like that the hero is the Mexican detective and, and like when you cross the border from Mexico to the U.S., like that's where the, the, the criminal area, like there's, there's some real interesting things happening there. Um, for all the problems with it, Touch of Evil, great. Fu- I so I say, not having seen it in like twenty five years, maybe it's terrible. I don't know. Speaking of terrible, 
That opening sequence, though, fan fucking tastic. Like it's mm-hmm. just like a long one of those famous single shot takes. It ends mm-hmm. like like some. It's like it's there's a crane shot on part of it, but it's a single eh, it's take. all digital though. I mean, like all the spaceships and shit. Like I don't know. Oh, but the motion capture Andy Circus does <laughs> is the it's amazing. It's the evil. He plays the evil. <laughs> uh, he plays Hayden the crane in the crane shot. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I, th- I think uh, the medial row here is honestly quite good. Try spinning. That's a good trick. Um, both of those, both of those, both of those panels, uh, the cinematography is very good. Yeah, I think absolutely this is agree. Jim, Jim I think Davis it, is stretching. The art is the I art think is it, quality. This is good art. Yeah, I think it drops a little bit in the next panel. I feel like I feel like um, this should still be in silhouette. Are you talking about the bottom row? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'd uh, like this to still be in silhouette, so the reveal is more because, like, you're talking already, about Disabe, Disabe, yeah, in Disabe, uh, the the lights have been turned on, yeah. like, essentially. So like we yeah, can those see the, hands the human should be arms shadows. Now. I could not agree with you more. There are there and are, and for some reason the background is it's, it's like green. a void foam, it's like a pastel green, green, like sea green kind of thing. Like that's yeah, yeah. The and it goes back to the brick wall in the last panel. Yeah, yeah. This one is. It, it had the potential to be great too, because if you mm-hmm. imagine, so okay, so listeners, in the in the center mm-hmm. is Garfield. He's he's flapping his arms for an unknown reason, mm-hmm. and he's doing a big peanut style scream. He's going arg like he's in panic, and there are no fewer than seven hands reaching out at him from both the left. No and more the right. than seven either. Yeah, seven and only yeah. seven. Yeah, um, and if the background had been that brick red. And if these hands had been all in black silhouette, oh boy, I think it would have been a great panel. Yeah. But so, yeah, the pastel uh, green background. And you don't get, we're not giving Jim Davis a fucking pass on this and saying like, oh, it was black and white originally. No, this is a Sunday. This was in color originally. He chose to make it a pastel green background. Jim Davis, you failed. You're canceled. You you monster. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just trying to think, like, I'm looking at the hands themselves. Because as soon as you said how many there were, like, I think, well, we should probably, like, see if it's, like, the right, you know, number and right arrangement of, like, left uh-huh. and right. Yeah. Um, I and I see, okay. like, yeah, I'm just going, like, reading in a counterclockwise sort of fashion, starting mm-hmm. from the top left. We've got a left hand, a right hand, and then a left hand. Yeah. And that's all on the left side of Garfield. And then yeah. there's a right so hand. So that's like two people. That's like two people. That's and like one, one person and then, visible hand. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then there's one person who's like, basically it's our POV kind of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, and then uh, there's another left hand. And then I think that's a right hand. And it's then hard, another right hand. It's a little hard to tell, but yeah. 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 So there's like, we're missing a hand and I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, we're missing, but like, whatever. Someone's got a hand that's just not in the panel. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, no, I'm not confused. I'm not like, <laughs> like oh, like, wow, did they, this person what, doesn't have a One of these characters doesn't have an arm. I mean, if so, that would be fine. It'd be fine. You know. Yeah, this takes all kinds of people. Takes Except kinds. it doesn't because in the final panel, which is double wide. <laughs> it does not take all kinds of people. Camera pulls no, back. It's three white girls. Four white, why did I four say white, three? Yeah. Four white girls. And John, mm-hmm. do these white girls look like they're from a different comic strip to they you? Look, yeah, they look like they're from Peanuts. These do not look like... I was going to say they look like they're from maybe High and Lois. Mm, okay. They do not look like Jim Davis characters Yeah, I was mostly me. thinking of the, the heads. Yeah, the like, heads um, look just a little bit too... Like, okay, they don't like look the, realistic at all. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're just that tad... 
less cartoony and more realism. Like they have little eyes rather than big googly eyes. Yeah, they have Irma faces. And their hairstyles sort of. seem like just that slight bit. I'm pretty more sure realistic. that the the, uh, the the third third one from so reading from left, left to right, to right okay. from right, yeah, uh, left to right. That looks like a specific Peanuts character to me. It mm, looks Is almost it a little bit like Peppermint Patty, doesn't Peppermint it? Peppermint Patty? Could be fucking Peppermint Patty. Peppermint Patty. It might be Peppermint Patty. I think Peppermint Patty is not usually quite as cutesy jet dressed, though. Like, this girl's mm. got bow in her yeah, hair. Yeah, it is Peppermint Patty. Shirt with cuffs. These girls Ooh, are wearing... Uh, full name? Patricia Peppermint uh-huh. Patty Reichart. Yeah. Okay. Reichart is a weird name. It's like That's she's a... named after the video game Rygar. Um... <laughs> Remember Rygar, John? Yeah. Remember first, Ka- first appearance, re- August 22nd, 1966. Remember Karnov? I do remember Karnov. Remember A Boy and His Blob? I do remember A Boy and His hey, Blob. Those are all the ones I'm going to ask about. Okay. Uh, <laughs> These girls, they're wearing like... They're, they're, the way they're dressed looks like they're out of a 1950s or 60s strip. Rather than mm. a 70s, 80s strip, which is how I would characterize Garfield. Like, they're, they're dressed just a little bit too, you know, they got, the one's got a bow in her hair. Uh, they're they, just a bit prim. Yeah, they're a little it, prissy. It's weird that they're, like, hanging out in an alley. They're all sitting Cesar on <laughs> the, on the dirty Cesar. floor on of the alley. The conc- on the cement. Yeah, they're wearing, like, three of them... I think three of them are wearing skirts and one is wearing a dress. The one on the right is clearly wearing a dress. Peppermint mm, Patty yeah. could be wearing like short pants. I don't know. But the two on the left are clear, wearing like, and they're what? wearing like How could blouses she be wearing pa- and Whoa. stuff. She can't be wearing pants. We see her knees. Her like short her pants, knees. I said. Short pants. Shorts. shorts. Yeah. She could be wearing oh, jorts. We don't you know. Can't tell if, you can't tell if it's a skirt or shorts. Yeah, okay. yeah that's what I'm saying. I'm, I get getcha. you. Whereas getcha. the two on the left, I think, is pretty clearly they're wearing skirts. Yeah, um, definitely the one at the very left. Second from left is wearing, like, a, a little bow tie. You know those bow ties that girls wore in, like, the 1950s? Like, this, is a, it's a very 50s, like 60s an, look. It's like a bola or something? Yeah. Like they've got these little they've got these little collars and and ruffly things and, and like, uh, peppermint patty's got a little green bow in her hair. Yeah. Like and, and the one on the right has like sort of uh, uh pigtails mm-hmm. almost and the one on the left has sort of a perm on the bottom of her hair. But this is just yeah. one and second the, from left has a Mary Tyler Moore kind of a look. The one on the very left is is the one uh her skirt is the same color as the shirt. Mm. In that um, she's second like, panel, the free box. That might be John Arbuckle's and, younger and, sister or doppelganger. And the shirt is John's shirt. Yeah. The color. Like that here. might be... Do you think that This is like his, his baby sister or something. Yeah. Or like when Kid he sister. transforms into a woman or something. It's hard to know. Mm-hmm. The blonde hair is different, though. Can you imagine if John came out as trans? That would be so awesome. Well, I'd be into that. Jane Arbuckle? Yeah. Or Or... He was trans all this time. He, he was trans all this. He was assigned female at birth, and he's been trans all this time. He's he's F to M. Well, either way, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like that, that's you don't that's become kind of trans, a, Chris. Well, I said he was trans all that time. <laughs> I, you know what I mean. Like, I know what you mean. I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah, like like we yeah. didn't know. The big reveal is he was assigned female at birth, and he, mm-hmm. when the ship when the show started, he had already. Right. Uh, transitioned. 
Um, yeah, these these four girls on the oh oh uh, uh, Garfield's on the right. He's walking away. He's pissed off because they've tied like a million bows to him. They've like they've they've bedazzled him. He's yeah all, all yeah. these multicolored bows, and that's the joke. There's not that many different colors. I actually, you know what? I think each one is uh, each girl has a character. Each one matches one of the girls, bow. doesn't it? Well, you got the the pink and the blue. The yellow doesn't I, I match see a little one yellow. that the girl's well, wearing. But yeah, the it matches the hair, hair color, color for one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a it's a it's a loose uh, loose match. Yeah. So the joke is like, oh, these shadow figures are coming to disembowel Garfield or kill him or eat him or something. Oh, mm-hmm. or take him to zombie hell. Oh, and in the last panel, he was screaming, "Arg!" I don't think oh, we, we I said that. that. I, I you said did? That. Okay. Yeah. Written in like is, a serial killer scrawl. Shut up. Kind of. The joke is... <laughs> I'm shutting up. The joke is they weren't doing that. They were going to like, oh, it's a cute kitty and tie bows around him and stuff. And he's pissed off. Mm-hmm. Because he's a little insecure about you know, sexual identity or whatever. Like, we oh, mentioned that he, and... he thought there's no way out. I'm trapped like a rat. We, a might, couple not, we ago. might not have mentioned or, that. Or, oh no, it's them. We, we <laughs> did say that. Okay. You okay. have not been listening to this podcast. <laughs> we might have listen skipped to over. It's not, there's it's no not, way out. I'm trapped like a rat. Has yet to be produced and released. Some panel. MCBC. It's being recorded right now. Uh, so uh, therefore, whatever I do, I'm paying attention to the okay. podcast. God, Jesus! I just, I just feel like these girls are from a different era. They look very '50s, '60s. They look like they're from a different comic strip, and that's weird. It's like they're, you know, like there's this joke: they're scary, they're not scary. Mm-hmm. But then there's this other side of like, no, nah, man, they're from a they different are scary dimension. Like they're yeah, from a they're different like, strip. It, I feel like we've entered a horror movie. Yeah, like, like they're from like high and low. The last panel on its own. I do feel um, it does. It does kind of look like the one on the right in particular. She's covering her mouth like she's teeing, like teeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it. In, I imagine like it, in the next chittering row, mm-hmm. she removes her hand from her mouth and she opens up her mouth and like this horrible slimy monster emerges from. You know, it's that kind of look. Like they're so cutesy, they're scary. Mm. Maybe they're like pod people or something. Yeah, or like like these are the outer skins or stuffies. These are the outer skins that like one of the old gods is using to walk the earth. You know? <laughs> yeah. They don't. They they seem fake within the context of the Garfield universe. They don't seem real. Mm-hmm. Most of the other humans seem like, oh yeah, that's a yeah, Jim Davis character. Like, they don't. Seem oh like yeah, that. if this were fi- like if this were like a animated thing, like we would see the shadows and they would be like, um, mm. they would be like monster shaped shadows, right? And they would yeah. we would see the shadows morph into the shapes of little girls, or like, and then the camera reveals mm, them. Or, so we don't even we never saw the monsters. I like that. I like that. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest a a, a slightly different spin on it. What if the shadows are the real entities and the girls we see in that final panel are mm-hmm. like the shadows that the shadow creatures are casting, you know? Like they're it's, the, it's the, a... the girls are the puppets, the shadows are the real entities. You know what I mean? I'd have to That's see where fun. you go with, with the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, I we'll know, see I'm how not, it develops, yeah. you know? 
we'll see how all this develops next week when Jim Davis definitely continues this narrative. I'm Can't sure that, that will happen. Yeah. I cannot it's wait. It's going to be quite the, the Shadow Can't Children uh, theme week. I'm, uh, I'm uh, yeah. Okay. All right. You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. Uh, why did the comic strip cross the road? So that it could be reviewed and analyzed on this podcast. Hang on, the comic strip actually crossed to the side of the road that this podcast isn't on. (laughs) It was trying to avoid this fate the whole time. Well, it's not getting away that easily. Fuck you, Nothing can stop this comic strip review and analysis podcast from reviewing and analyzing comic strips. It's true. Thank you, listener, for submitting that tagline. Thank you, Ryan Pfeiffer. Uh, It seemed like a Ryan Pfeiffer. (laughs) You mean excellent? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I've got a Ryan Pfeiffer on mine, too. Is You've been listening to Being Jim Davis. I wonder if they'll just read out whatever I write here. <laughs> or if every time they go to pull up a tagline, they end up skipping through several that just don't work at all. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. I think we should do a week where we only do Ryan Pfeiffer taglines. What is do you it think? quality? Honestly, like Ryan Pfeiffer could, taglines usually work. The, I, the could, print I, is could, a, I could... Modify the form premise of this tag. The premise of this tagline is that you'd skip it. Uh, try and find a better one, but I wouldn't. Yeah. That was a really good tag. I think thank we've used that before. Night. Yeah, thank you and good night. All right, podcast over. Uh, I guess we don't need to do a bonus. Oh, I could send you the login. I feel like it was a, the problem was two factor This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.